This podcast is presented to you by Passion Church and their campus in Alexander City, Alabama. For more information, visit www.mypassion.church. The will of man, but by the will of God. Certainly born again by the will of God is his best and highest for our life. But you were designed, you were first of all decided, you were declared by God, decided by God, declared by God, designed by God. The Bible says he determined long ago to set his love upon you and destined you to become a very special part and belong to his family. God's not willing to do without you. So many are willing to do without God, but God is not willing to do without any, and especially you. Sin changed everything, and the creation, we find uh, uh, the creation, that sin changed uh, everything. The Bible says that when the woman saw that the fruit of the tree was good for food and pleasing to the eye and also desirable for gaining wisdom, she took some and ate it. She also gave some to her husband who was with her and he ate it. Then the eyes of both of them were opened and they realized that they were naked. They, so they sewed fig leaves together and made coverings for themselves. You know, Adam walked with God. He and Eve knew only peace, joy, and complete contented contentment. They were covered with the glory of God, clothed with the glory of God. But they knew nothing of fear or shame or guilt or regret. There was not one faint memory of failure, of missed opportunities, or of any wrong ever done. Heaven and earth were as one. Their days were as the days of heaven on earth. Heaven had embraced earth and all was perfect. God's goodness was evident everywhere. God walked and talked with them every day in the garden. But when sin came, it changed everything. Sin separates us. It separated man uh, from uh, man and woman from God. That's what sin does. It separates us from God. But aren't you glad that there came one day the cross of Christ? And once and for all, the sacrifice of Jesus reconciled and settled the differences between man and God. For the Bible says, For all have sinned and all fall short of the glory of God, and all are justified freely by His grace through the redemption that came by Christ Jesus. But He was pierced for our transgression. And crushed for our iniquities, the punishment that brought us peace was on him. And by his wounds we are healed. For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish, but have eternal life. You know, by death on the cross, Jesus reconciled. said it was God personally present in Jesus Christ reconciling the world unto himself. He settled the differences between God and man. The cross uh, was, uh, was laid over the divide of death and separation from God and made a way. That's where Jesus said, I am the way. And that way was that it, it took the cross. For the Bible says also this, that we 
could be made right with God. He who knew no sin was made to be sin, that we could be made right with God. You know, the Bible says in another place, it says, we uh, tenderly plead with you, turn back to God and be reconciled to him. For God made the only one who did not know sin to become sin for us, so that we who did not know righteousness might become the righteousness of God through our union with him. Just as creation changed everything, and sin changed everything, the cross changed everything, that lastly in our life, the last word is that faith changes everything. Faith changes everything. The Bible goes and tells us that whoever believes in him, talking of Jesus, shall not perish but have eternal life. The sacrifice of Jesus paid the debt for sin for the whole world. God dealt with the sin of the world at the same cross. Jesus did not die for a select few. He gave his life for all. He gave his life for you. He himself, the Bible says, is the sacrifice that atones for our sins, and not only our sins, but the sins of the whole world. Whoever believes. Let me ask you today, will you believe? Do you believe? Now, we, now, now we celebrate the resurrection of Jesus, because after the cross, they put him in a borrowed tomb, one one sage said it was borrowed because he knew he wasn't going to need it very long. And that's true. But they put him in that tomb. Easter is uh, a celebration of the resurrection. The message of the resurrection in very simple country terms is he got up. They murdered him, they buried him, they thought they had him. They put a guard at the tomb, they laid him low and said, there you go, that's it. But I want to tell you, he got up. You know, you may, have, you, you may be at a place in your life where you've been laid low. Where everybody has said, it's over, it's done given up on on you you might have even been dis, be discouraged to the place where you've given up on yourself let me tell you something if you are addicted to drugs and it has laid you low let me tell you this jesus got up he got up and so you can get up you don't have to stay in the low place and live in the low life that the devil in the world says, that's it, that's all for you. You'll never change. It'll never be. Sentence with a death sentence. He got up. And you can get up. Your family may have given up on you. Like I said, you may have given up on yourself. There's no way I can change. You're just in bondage. In the, you want change, but you're unable to change yourself. Good news today. See, he got up. You know how he got up? He waited on the Father. It was the Father said, Arise, my son. And see, I'm telling you today, there are people out there that you need to arise and, the, and live the high, come to the cross and celebrate 
the empty tomb. He got up so you can get up and come to Jesus. I know you might have every excuse in the world. Every, every excuse that the world has. Well, I'm not good enough. I, I, God wouldn't take me. Listen, you haven't done anything that the Father didn't pay for that through the blood of Jesus, that the blood of Jesus cannot change. You're the very one that he is looking for. Let me tell you the good news today. He got up and you can get up if you want to. If you want to and you need to, you can get up. The one thing that changes everything is when we get up in our own thing, said, I'm going to God. I'm going to trust God. I'm going to give God the rest of my life. I'm going to go God's way from this point on. The devil cannot stop you. Folks can't stop you. Tradition can't stop you. Culture can't stop you. Who am I talking to today that you need to just get up from the position and the condition that you have been in? The Bible says circumstances may have laid you low. There may have been things that have happened that have just laid you out uh, and you don't, and you're down for the count. But I'm going to tell you in Isaiah, the 60th chapter, it says, arise, it's time to shine get up from that position don't accept that condition get up and let and come to God for the glory of God the Bible says your light has come I'm going to tell you what now God's shining a light in there when they ran to that empty tomb and looked in listen the message I'm going to tell you and I'm going to paraphrase it again you know they said listen why are you looking for the living among the dead why are you looking to really live life among those who are dead? I believe one of those, you know, I don't know where the tomb was in the middle of the city or, you know, here back in the day, it probably was, you know, in the country. And one of them uh, angels probably said, you know, he got up. What you mean he got up? He ain't here. Well, how come he ain't here? Look for yourself. Peter busted through, pushed John aside, said, I'm going to see it for myself. He got in there, my God, he got up. <laughs> and then they got up, didn't they? And they got going. You know, we're going, we're, the church is going to get back up. It's time for you to get back up. Be a witness for Jesus. Be a witness. He's alive. I'm alive. I'm not dead yet now. See, it ain't over yet now. Oh, it might have been, seemed like it been denied and delayed, but you know, uh, one day, two day, three day, and God says that's enough. He got up, and you can get up too. Amen. Whoever believes, believing is a decision. It's a choice. The one line that no one can cross not God, not the devil, not other people where you're concerned. You do get to choose. And you choose and, and decide that is called believing. It's not a feeling, my God, if I went by my feelings today, I would not have gotten up. I would just stayed in the bed and covered up my head. I would have said, you know what, Lord? I ain't got nothing to... Uh, 
uh, give these people. I don't feel, I, I feel just the opposite. And the Lord reminded me, he goes, son, it's the power of the gospel that is unto salvation. It's not how you feel. It's not all of the other things. It's the power of the good news of the gospel. And the good news of the gospel, in essence, is, man, I'm telling you, sister, brother, he got up. They tried to put him down and bury him in the ground, but he got up. And he's still up. And he's still working. He said, when I be lifted up from the ground, I'm going to draw all people's hearts towards me. I'm convinced of this. Irregardless of what it looks like. Irregardless of what it feels like. Irregardless of this one doing that and that one not doing another thing. All of that. The world, it wants to snap back and, 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 you know, uh, things go back to normal. I don't want it to go back to how it was. With God, every day is new. His mercies are new every day. This adventure with God, this walk with God, this talk with God, this working with God. It, the Bible says old things are passing away while all things are being made new. I'm ready for a new normal. With the God who is with me. Who wants to be with me. The God who's for me. Everlastingly for me. And said I'll tell you who or what can be against you. No one and nothing. Why he got up. The message, the good news of the resurrection is he got up. And boy, he has stayed up. He's been up all night. He's made up his mind that he's going to intersect your life whether you like it or not. When people pray then Jesus has a way. He has an invitation into people's lives. And don't be so fooled by the smile and the hilarity and the, and the perfect pretense. I'm telling you, hearts are hungry and hearts are hurting and lives are lacking and they need what only God can do for them and wants to do for them and will do for them, just like he did for you. Oh, we put on a smile and a happy face sometimes and say, I'm fine, everything is wonderful. And on the inside, there's a longing. On the inside, there's a lack. On the inside, I'm really not happy. I can't find it in every place that I've been looking for that. They told me it was over here, it was over there, it was in this, it was in that. But I found that it was only in faith in Jesus Christ. You know, there are places and intersections in life, you know, at the crossroads where you're going to come face to face with what Jesus has done. And we're going to choose to believe whoever believes. Let me ask you again today, will you believe? Let me ask you in another way, do you believe? Choose to have faith in Jesus. It's a simple trust. Let me say this, you who have begun in this simplicity of simple trust in God, how is it that you're going to be made perfect through once again going into your own struggles, trying to impress, trying to improve, trying to uh, make God notice you? God noticed you a long, long time ago. God set his love on you. And he said, what I do for you through Jesus, that's good enough. I have a life for you. And I want you to trust me. I'm going to deal that life out to you, this side of heaven, one day at a time. Because, honey, all you can take is a daily dose. That's all you need is a daily dose.
You don't need to worry about tomorrow. I've got tomorrow. You don't need to worry about eternity. I've got that too. But I'm asking you to trust me today. I'm asking you to believe in me today. Let me encourage you. Let me ask you. Give your heart. And in giving your heart, you give your life to him. Because you and I are going to do what's in our heart to do. That's what we're going to do. We're going to do what we want to do. In the deepest part of us, see. And I'll tell you, this is the one thing that changes everything when we come to him. When we come to him. And you know, he's, he's working in lives today. Especially during this season. He's working in lives. Don't give up on folks. Don't give up on yourself. Don't give up on God. Even when you don't feel it, he's working. Even when you can't see it, he's working. And what's he doing? Bringing us to a place of faith where faith changes everything. Faith in Jesus changes everything. So I want to ask you to come to him, invite you to come to him and let him change you. Stop trying to change yourself. Let him change you. And it starts on the inside. You know, Moses, Pastor Ron's going to come. And Moses uh, had two tablets with the commandments of God on them, just ten of them. And we only have two. If you do the first one, love God. The second one, love your neighbor uh, as yourself. You don't worry about the ten. That love takes care of it, all of it. Amen. Love God and love love your neighbor as yourself. And you won't have any other God before him. You won't lie. You won't cheat. You won't steal all those other things. You won't kill. Could you agree? Well, Moses went up on the mountain and... and, uh, was there with God and you know sometimes you need to learn this that God requires at some point in our life that we come out of the crowd because it's not the faith of the general assembly it's your faith in him as your personal God and he'll tell you what to do he'll tell you what not to do he'll show you he'll tell you and while he was up there, God spoke to Moses, said, you need to go down. He said, because your people <laughs> have corrupted themselves. They've gone wild. They're just going crazy. So Moses went down, and when he saw what was happening, he threw down the two tablets in anger, and they, were, and they broke them. It's a symbolic of you can't, you can't not break the commandments. And may try real, real hard to be a good person, to do what's required. Don't do what you shouldn't do and all of that. But you know, it's impossible. So he threw, he threw them down and they were broken. And the rest of the story is that God came back up again because Moses said, Please forgive them. I call on your mercy. This was before the mercy seat. 
and the chest and all of all of that. Moses recounted it in Deuteronomy after the tabernacle had been built and all of those things. And the, there's a special chest that that has a seat on it called the mercy seat. And the high priest sprinkled blood on it. And there are two an, angels uh, over top with their wings of covering. And when you, the priest met with God, you sat on the mercy seat. The blood atoned for all sin everywhere. God wrote again on those tablets. He said, now this time, he said, this time, he said, I want you to put those stone tablets in the chest. Boy, he said in another place, he said, I want to put my law, write it in your heart. I want to replace that stony heart with a sensitive heart. I want to put my law within you for safekeeping. It won't just be on the outside a religious thing, but it will be a reality encounter where, where my words. are on the inside of you. Where who I am and what I do and what I have is inside of you. That's what it means to come to Jesus. Oh, I believe there's not just a few, but there are many, many, many that have been prepared by God. They're waiting to just hear some good news. Oh, you can change because he can change you. You can come to the cross and bow down and kneel down in your heart and surrender your life. And you can get up and live this thing because he got up and he's alive and he's with you. And he's so for you. And he loves you so. And he will not let you fail because the Bible says love Love is a person. He never fails. You can trust in his love. Believe in his love. That's what faith is. It believes the love that God has for you in Jesus Christ. So I invite you today to come to him and let him change you. You who are weary, struggling religiously. Warn yourself out trying to be do, be good and do good. And have good enough to give to God. Listen, you're never going to get there like that. So he said, what? Come to me. Just come to me. He goes, the first thing I want to do is give you a rest. Let's take a break from all of that. Boy, that's hard to do if you're a doer. Isn't it? Hard to do. Just stop doing. Stop. Stop. And be still. But it's only when we're still that we hear his still small voice. It's only when we're still that we can know God. He said, you come to me. If you're weary 
and worn out with religion and rituals and all the rigmarole. Or trying to do it on your own. Be it all and do it all and have it all. I'll give you rest, a real rest. And I'll help you to recover your life. I'm going to put you in... I'm going to put you in rest and recovery. Boy, I'll tell you what, 2021 needs to be a year, and it, and it is our 15th year here. It's rest and recovery. The Bible talks about a rest where you don't any longer struggle on your own, but you just simply accept what God has done, what God is doing. You enter in by faith that rest. Blessed and at rest in God. Jesus went on to say, he said, listen, just, just, just walk with me. It's hard to walk in a world that runs. Hard to slow down in a world that says, hurry up. It's hard to believe that you have all the time in the world when the world says you're running out of time. You better do it now, get it now, have it now. You're going to miss out. And God says, no, you're not going to miss a thing. Because I'm going to bring you into a place of grace. The grace of God says, Jesus said, walk with me. Work with me. See how I do it. Learn the unforced rhythms of grace you know you're here today um we've been forced to be apart you know maybe religiously you know with taking out the whip and said you know you need to do this you need to do that you need to do the other but you know i'm here today just because i wanted to be that's the truth i made a choice to be here today if i went by my feelings you know who's adequate for such things see what we do, we do because we love God. Because we know He loves us. And that's it. It's in front of God. And it's for God. But grace doesn't force you to do anything. You not be forced to read your Bible. Not be forced to oh, pray. Not be forced to go to church. Not be forced to do the right thing. The world forces, God never forces. He never steps over a person's choice or will. He doesn't force himself on us. He invites us to come. He said, learn the unforced rhythms of grace. One translation says, take my yoke upon you. You know, this is a year of the ox. The faces of God, the eagle. The lion. The man. And the ox. It's hard to think about Jesus as an ox, but that's exactly what he's referring to himself uh, uh, as in his day. Uh, they yoked up oxen. That's how they worked the ground. That's how, that's how they planted and grew and harvested crops. And you know, an ox, they don't use oxen anymore. You know why? They're too slow. And they're just so steady. Slow and steady, slow and steady, but they're powerful. They're powerful. It's powerful in the slow and steady with God. You know, everybody's in a hurry to 
quote, get back to normal. God's not in that big of a hurry to create a new normal. Where he says, listen, this time we're just going to do it all my way. This time we're going to build something that lasts. We're not going to build it out of straw or sticks. We're going to lay it in stone by stone, brick by brick. And it's going to be a permanent possession. And isn't that true? Look at you here today. You know, I want to encourage those listening. Uh, You know, not only can God get you, God can keep you. It's a long way to heaven from the day that you get born again. It's walking and working with God. So I want to invite you to come to him. And enter into a present now relationship with the living God who is ready and willing to give you a new life. If you're ready and willing to believe, to trust, and to have faith in him. Let's pray this prayer together. Jesus, I choose to believe you. That you came to rescue me. To give me new life. So I publicly declare that Jesus, you are my Lord. I believe in my heart that God raised you from the dead. I believe you got up. And I'm getting up today to a new life. I receive your salvation right now. Amen. You know, there's no greater thing in life. This life is not just about here and now. This life is about an encounter And this one thing experience with God that will change everything from that moment on. And that is trusting Jesus. Surrendering our heart and our life to Jesus. The Bible calls it being born again. Born once in sin but born again in the righteousness of God. Made right with God by what Jesus did. There's no greater miracle in all eternity. No greater miracle in all eternity than when a man or a woman, a boy or a girl, gives their life, gives their heart to Jesus. Didn't say God jumps up when folks are healed or delivered or any of the wonderful things are prospered or provided for. It says that the angels get up and shout over one sinner, just one. You may be one of those today. You know it's not... It's not hard. It's not hard to say, you know what, I'm a sinner in need of a Savior. And until we can say, I am a sinner in need of a Savior, then we're not ready. But I believe that there are many people that have been ready, and I want to congratulate you on this, doing this one thing that will change everything for you, make such a difference in in your life, trusting Him to save you, coming to God. Welcome to the family. Uh, We wait and we want to hear from you. We want to help you in this new adventure, this encounter and experience called So Great a Salvation. So until the next time, uh, we say it over and over again. Be blessed and at rest. And Happy Easter, everyone. Thanks for listening to today's podcast. We hope you've enjoyed it and pray that you are blessed by God's word. For more information about Passion Church, visit www.mypassion.church.